You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Hey, everybody, and welcome to A Step Further. This is our weekly podcast from Kingsway Christian Church, where we take what we talked about Sunday a step further. My name is Matt Nickerson, and I am your host, and I just want to welcome you and so glad that you're tuning in. Perhaps this is your first time after Sunday where we put our services online and we did not meet in the building. And uh, the reason we did that is because, as you are well aware, there is this virus that is wreaking havoc all around the world today, the coronavirus. And And the restrictions on group meetings went from 250 down to 100, down to 50, down to now, I think President Trump said 10 last night. And that's just kind of where we are, depending on when you're listening to this. So as we are less and less able to meet in big gatherings, we're finding that more and more people are going online to engage with various content in Facebook and uh, on you know Twitter and even at YouTube and here on our podcast. So if you're tuning in with us, you listen Sunday, we're really glad you're here. I want to draw something out. We talked about Sunday and make a point. So Sunday, we talked about Romans 8. And in Romans 8, we looked at the fact that we are actually encouraged to cry out to God and our hurts and our pain and our frustrations. Now, the church in Rome is going under tremendous persecution. All kinds of things are wreaking havoc. But not only that, but Paul is also trying to gather up funds and he's about to make a delivery over to the believers in Jerusalem and for a famine that they're dealing with. So in addition to dealing with persecution from outside the church, there's also natural disasters going on. And Paul is trying to address these things for people. And in Romans 8, as we talked about in that message Sunday, he lets us know that not only is the earth crying out and groaning, and the reason the earth is groaning is because it's been subjected to sin. So where do famines and earthquakes come from? They come from from sin. The world does not work and look the way that God meant for it to. Not only that, though, that we are also crying out and groaning. And why are we crying out and groaning? Because our sin and everybody else's sin is making this world a miserable place to be. But then we also learn in Romans 8 that there's one more person groaning and crying out, and it is the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God that lives inside every single believer. And the Holy Spirit actually partners with us The Spirit, Holy Spirit, joins with our spirit and groans to God on our behalf so that the things that we need prayed for get communicated even when we don't know what to pray. And the encouragement that is to know that God is absolutely for you. He is with you. Listen, real quick, before I get back into Romans 8 and read you a verse. Right now, it is a scary time. I'm getting phone calls and conversations with people asking, is this the end of the world? Is this it? Is is everything coming to an end? And my really brief answer is, yes, it is, and no, it isn't. And here's what I mean by that. The Bible uses the phrase, the last days. The last days refer to every day since Jesus' ascension until the day of his return. We have been living in the last days for roughly 2,000 years. We will keep living in the last days. But one of this set of last days will actually truly be the last days, the last days, weeks, hours, months, or years right before Jesus returns. Are we living in the very, very, very last part of the very last days? And the answer is, I do not know. I don't know. Jesus says, no man will know the day or the hour. He's going to come like a thief in the night. And uh, since nobody knows the day or the hour, he's going to come like a thief. If you knew the day or the hour the thief was coming, you'd be ready. You'd be staying there ready for it. But since you don't know, be ready all the time. So what does that mean? That means get your heart and get your life ready for him to return. How do we do that? Let's get to Romans chapter 8. You ready? Romans chapter 8 says this, verse 31. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who could be against us? 
He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life as at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword or the coronavirus? Okay, I added that last one in. Shall anything separate us from God's love that is found in Christ Jesus? And the answer is an emphatic no, no, absolutely not. So why are we talking about all this? Well, because this is relevant. This is where we are right now as a world, as a church, as a culture. There's fear and there's anxiety. When is all this going to change? What's all of this going to mean? Is there going to be massive impact on markets and businesses? And yes, we keep hearing of leaders promising money and everything's going to be okay. It's a scary time out there. But listen, if you are good with God, if you have a relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ, then you have nothing to worry about. Nothing could separate you from his love. When Paul says, if God did not spare his only son, what he's trying to help you understand is you have unbelievable value to him. You are so very important. At one point, Jesus says, look outside. Do the, the birds of the air, do the lilies of the field worry? Do they not eat and do they not have clothing? Do they not have a home season after season after season? And if God is careful to care for them, how much more will he care for you? You were made in his image. You are precious and adored. Now listen, for those of you who are believers, this goes even deeper. God cares for all of his creation. This is God's point to Job at the end of Job when he says, Job, do you know how I take care of the lions? Do you know where the snow comes from and the rain and all those things? I'm taking care of my creation. God cares for all his creation. The, the rain falls on the good and the evil. But the children of God, those who love him through Jesus Christ, they get special provision, special attention, special protection. But let's be very careful for a minute. What that doesn't mean is things can't ever go wrong. When Paul gives this list and he says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Paul is not saying, Christians, you will not go through these things. No, 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 no. What he's saying is, though you go through them, your eternity is secure. That was bought for you by Jesus Christ. That's why he goes on and he says in verse 37, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Though hardships occur, though companies close down, though famine hits, though viruses hit, though death hits, though hardships hit, God is no less good and he's no less for you. That's why Paul concludes in verse 38, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. In other words, once you have Jesus Christ, you have everything you need for life and godliness. It's all there 
for you. When you come to Jesus Christ and you give him your life, you are beginning eternity right here, right now. And that just continues on after your last breath forever. So the relationship you have with him now, it's just the beginning of the good things to come. So the worst thing that anybody or anything could do to you is take away your life. And all that does is enter you into life. You are not in the land of the living headed to the land of the dying. No, you are in the land of the dying, headed to the land of the living. And that is a beautiful, glorious thing that strips away from you fear and anxiety because now you are free to live for God, to do all that pleases him. So listen, I hope this was an encouragement to you today. To the believer out there, anchor your hope in the one who's for you, with you, and in you. Nothing could separate you from his love. But if you're out there and you've never surrendered your life to Jesus, I just want to encourage you as this podcast ends to pray a little prayer and say, Lord Jesus, will you accept me? Will you take the cross and apply it to me? Will you take away my sin? I give you my life. I want to encourage you to go to kingswaychurch.org, kingswaychurch.org, and just look in there and reach out to us. We would love to talk to you about what it means to surrender to Christ, to be united with him in baptism, and to be raised to new life, to walk in newness of life. I love you guys. I can't wait to talk to you next time. God bless.